The Bible reading is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 to 20, and can be found on page 1027 to 1028. The Shepherds and the Angels And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, and lying in the manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told about. This is the word of the Lord. We bow our heads to pray. Father God, thank you for your word. By your Spirit, who caused all scriptures to be written for our learning, open its truth to our hearts, that we may learn of Jesus and how to love him more and more and more. Amen. For some people, Christmas, of course, is a joyful time of giving. For others, and may I say particularly for the children and young people, it's an excited time of receiving. The other day I was uh, hearing of a youngster who had discovered the copy of the toy catalogue from the local toy shop. And he was going through, and on each page he was saying, I want that, and I want that, and I want that, and I want that, and I want that. I was glad for his parents. It was only a, a very brief magazine that he was looking into, because he just wanted so many things. That's what he was hoping he would receive. And then too, the other day in Marks and Spencer, I saw a lady. She was pushing her trolley, which was loaded with Christmas goodies, along the aisles with all the Christmas gifts displayed. And she was reaching out and smiling and popping it into a basket, into the trolley, then ticking off on her list the name that she thought, that I'm sure she was thinking, that would be just right for them. And so she went on, filling her trolley even more. 
there was a joy, there was a pleasure she was finding in what it would mean to give. But some people sadly get it wrong, however hard they try. I remember as a youngster, one Christmas, I received a load of presents from relatives and I was really quite excited. And then I started to open them. The first one was a packet of handkerchiefs. And the second one was a packet of handkerchiefs. And the third packet was another packet of handkerchiefs. And so it went on for seven, eight gifts that I'd been given. Now it wasn't that I had a particularly runny nose or anything like that, but they thought that would be a good gift to give. I have to say, I was, as a youngster, a little bit disappointed, although I did try not to sniff at the presents they give me. In our Gospel reading from Luke chapter 2, we read how the shepherds heard the news of God's gift. And that's the first thing I want us to look at as we think about this passage of the shepherds and their visit to Jesus. So the Father's gift. The Father's gift. Remember the story, the shepherds were on night duty. They were just ordinary working men. But it was to them that God announced the coming of his son, born in Bethlehem. It was to ordinary people that God first made known this amazing gift of sending Jesus into the world to be our saviour. So verse 8, And there were shepherds living out in the, in, in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord, that's the bright outshining of all that is God, of his great holiness, his beauty, his majesty, his power. The glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Now this wasn't some horror story, some sort of science fiction with aliens from outer space coming to visit earth. It was God, our great God, breaking into human history to tell the ordinary working men of the gift he'd given to them and to the world. So the angel said to them, don't be afraid. They understood how the shepherds were feeling, clearly. And how often we need to learn that lesson from God. Don't be afraid. Things can happen to us in our life. Not least when life gets troubled, becomes disappointed, we start to feel anxious, we grow more worried. What is going to happen to us? What will the future bring? But know what the angels of God then says, I bring you good news. They know to all the fear, the anxiety that was troubling the shepherds, God sends this message. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. That wasn't just the Father's gift to the shepherd. It was God's gift to the world of men and women. It's God's gift for you. It's God's gift for me. 
Then verse 11. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. A Saviour. That's really a wonderful gift that the Father gives. It's an astonishing gift. It's so generous. God gives his only son to be born into our world, to be our saviour. So it's astonishingly generous and it's totally appropriate. I thought of those many gifts of handkerchiefs. They weren't much use, I felt. But God the Father's gift is spot on. Spot on for the shepherds. Spot on for you and me. The shepherds, actually, were sometimes thought of as being a little bit light-fingered. Whenever they came into town, people would try to hide away some of the things they thought might be taken by the passing shepherds. And we may not be like the shepherds, but each and every one of us fails God. We don't love him as we should. We don't love him with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. In fact, more often we find ourselves just turning away from him, neglecting him, forgetting him. Even though our Father God gives the greatest gift, the most wonderful gift possible in sending Jesus to be our Saviour. Some of you may remember seeing, I think very often when a programme is a sort of sporting event, and there's a great crowd in the arena, and someone is holding up a sign saying, John 3.16. Not everyone knows what they mean, of course. But what they're wanting to say is that God's loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes on him shall not perish, but have eternal life. That's what John 3.16 is saying to us, whoever, whoever believes, just ordinary people like us. Yes, there may be rich and famous people who do believe, but primarily it's for every one of us that God sent his Saviour Son into the world to rescue us. And because we need a saviour, our sin blinds us. It deceives us as to who Jesus truly is. About the Jesus who came to be the saviour that we so urgently need. So there it is, first of all, the Father's gift. Let's move on in in the Gospel reading story. The shepherd's joy. Again, I want to stress these were working shepherds. But they took God's good news seriously. Verse 11. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He's Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Then verse 16, this is a lovely little picture. 
verse 16, what it tells us about the shepherd. So they hurried. They couldn't wait to get to that place where they'd been told Jesus had been, had been born. And so they hurried off. The picture of that word is of the shepherd's response. They hurried, they hastened, they went with speed and zeal. The shepherds were eager to find Jesus. No delay, no excuses, no dragging their feet or finding excuses not to go. They wanted to find this Jesus for themselves. The sign which the angels had told them about was there. And too often, people will find reasons and excuses not to believe who Jesus is and all that he's done for us. The shepherds, for their part, these working men, wanted answers. So we're told they hurried into Bethlehem and found the truth. The Saviour, the Messiah, had come, born not in a palace, but in a simple stable, a borrowed home. In verse 17, when they had seen him, that is, they'd seen him with their own eyes, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them, that a saviour had been born who is Christ the Lord. The shepherds returned, it says in verse 20. They returned praising and glorifying God for all the things they'd heard and seen, which was just as they had been told. Clearly, they'd been so taken up with this wonderful truth that they had discovered, this sign that they had been given was actually just as had been told them. And they couldn't stop talking about Jesus. Everything they'd heard and seen about him was true. Their fear had gone. They saw for themselves what they had been told. The Saviour born into our world. So they believed, they trusted their doubts, their confusion, their fears wiped away. And we read that their hearts were gladdened with joy. On this Christmas Eve, a simple question, does Jesus do that for you and for me? Gladden our hearts with joy for who he is, why he came, and all that he has done on the cross when he died to be our saviour. For some 56 years now, I've been an ordained minister. And since receiving Jesus into my life, even before that time, one of the great joys, one of the great privileges that has touched my heart, that I've discovered again and again how great the love of Jesus for me truly is. Not that I'm special, but because he is true, he is faithful, and his grace, a love that we don't deserve, his grace is there for us. 
And the cross proclaims that truth for us of his love. And with the truth of his love, there has been that increasing experience of the joy of Jesus now living within my life. I proved him time and time and time again. God's word is true. All that I've been told about Jesus, just as the shepherds discovered, I discovered to be true for me as well. And God wants that to be true for each one of us. So as we close, may the Jesus who changed the lives of the shepherds be known to us so that our hearts and lives may be changed and we learn to rejoice and to celebrate this great gift that the Father has given us. Let's bow our heads to pray. Father God, your gift is so wonderful. Help us not to neglect it or to turn from it, but to receive it as we receive Jesus into our hearts as our Saviour and our Lord, to love and to serve him in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.